0: The Dallas Stars are in action tonight in Montreal against the Canadiens, and they will be looking to avoid a four-game losing streak on today's show. We will give you a full preview of this matchup. A lot has changed with this Habs team since they last met up with the Stars. We'll cover all of it on a Thursday episode of Locked on Stars. You're Locked on Stars. Every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media coming to you on March 17th, a Thursday, almost to the end of the week, folks. We can get there. And you may be wondering, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're saying, Dane, the background's the same. You have the same jerseys up. You're wearing the same shirt. Uh, and that is because I'm doubling up on recordings on Tuesday night because I will be traveling for work, So uh, the next time you see me, I will probably be in a hotel room in Oklahoma, but I'm doubling up on episodes right now. Just wanted to get right to it, crank out two episodes back to back. So that's why I'm wearing the same clothes uh, in case anyone was going to notice that. Uh, but thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars, regardless of whether or not you are watching on YouTube or you are listening on your favorite podcasting platform. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to and follow us wherever you are listening to the show at you can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and our show on Twitter at Lockdown Stars. Be sure to give us a follow there as well. But let's get right down to business talking about this matchup between the Stars and the Canadians and a lot has changed for the Canadians. Like I said in the open of the show since these teams last met up in Dallas at the AAC on January 18th on February 9th Montreal Canadiens hired a new head coach in Martin St. Louis. And this was a really weird hire back at the time because before this, he had no real prior coaching experience at the NHL. He had briefly coached some youth hockey, but also had a very brief stint as a special teams consultant with the Columbus blue jackets, but really no assistant coaching role uh, or really any heavy coaching NHL duties and really no connection to the Montreal Canadians did not play for them during his NHL career. However, he does have a very good NHL resume. He's a very proven NHL player. He was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2018, won the Stanley Cup with the Tampa Bay Lightning back in the 03-04 season. The 04 season, he also won the Hart Trophy. He has a career 1,033 points, two scoring titles, A, a really good resume that any player in the league would be happy to have. So this is a guy who knows how to win, a proven winner in the National Hockey League, and things have gone swimmingly, all things considered, for the Habs. Since they hired St. Louis, they have gone 8-6-1. and one. They have 16 wins on the season, so they have doubled their wins since hiring him back on February 9th, a little bit over a month ago. And that includes a five-game win streak from February 17th to February 26th, a streak in which they beat the St. Louis Blues and the Toronto Maple Leafs, I believe, in that streak. They also beat the Buffalo Sabres twice as well, as the ottawa senators maybe not as impressive of wins as the blues or least but still nonetheless a five-game winning streak from a team that has just been abysmal this season to say the least pretty much most of the time that they take the ice but this is seemingly a new team a completely different team under saint louis with him at the hell i i don't think that the habs would have been a playoff team or would be in playoff contention had he been the coach from day one This season, I do think that this team still has their fair share of flaws and inconsistency, shortcomings, imperfections. Whatever you wanna say about this team, I don't think that they would, you know, with him at the helm be up there in contention for an Eastern Conference playoff spot, especially given how the East has shaped out this season. I think maybe they'd be a little bit better and they'd maybe be, you know, better than teams like Philadelphia, Ottawa, Buffalo. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those what if questions. But, you know, they still have a lot of issues. But, I mean, if you're a Canadians fan or you follow that team, I'm sure that there has to be some optimism going into the offseason with what is probably going to be um, you know, a good offseason as far as maybe the draft or maybe free agency uh, because they do have a nice young core developing. Martin St. Louis seems to be a guy that the players on this team seem to like playing for, so maybe you can market that to potential free agents as well as just playing for the Montreal Canadiens, one of the more storied franchises in the National Hockey League. So maybe some bright days ahead for this organization. Still a little bit dark right now, but the coaching change seems to have changed a lot of the outlook of where this franchise is headed in the future. And I mean, this team, like I said, a lot of changes may be coming in the offseason. A lot of changes probably still coming in the next week or so with the trade deadline looming. And maybe even by the time you're hearing this, some guys may have already been moved like Ben Chareau. Uh, Jeff Petrie just a few guys that have popped up in trade rumors and uh, they've already made some moves way way back or it feels like I mean about a month ago on Valentine's Day they did make a trade with the Calgary Flames they sent Tyler to Foley to Calgary for a 2022 first round top 10 protected pick um, they, they, they got that from the Calgary Flames so that's something that they can be looking forward to in the draft uh, they also got a 2024 fifth round pick a prospect and uh, they Got Tyler Pitlick as well from Calgary just to send Tyler to Foley to the Flames, who are looking to make a legit run at the Stanley Cup this playoff season. So they've already been active. And like I said, Petrie, Sherat, guys that will probably be on their way out the door here in the next week if they not if they are not already gone by the time you are hearing this recording on Thursday. So a lot of movement happening around this Habs organization. Seems to be a lot of optimism as well. This is a team that you it's just a mixed bag. You don't know what you're going to get. You're going to get maybe legitimately the worst team in the National Hockey League one night and a team that looks like world beaters on another night. That's all because of a lot of the young talent on this roster, including a guy who has finally turned the page on the season and is having the season that many expected him to have. We will talk about who that is and what has happened after a quick break, and after a quick word from one of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs including live betting and your favorite vegas casino games head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action betonline.net where the game starts moving on to the next segment of today's episode of locked on stars your host Dane Lewis here at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter. Of course, you can find our show as well at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow on that page as well. And also a quick reminder that I will be going live on Monday, the trade deadline date, the final day of the trade deadline uh, around two o'clock Central Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be going live for about 30 minutes, doing an episode reacting to all of the shenanigans that goes down on Monday at the actual trade deadline whether or not the stars are active or not we will be talking about the moves that are made and how it will impact the dallas stars for the rest of the season and maybe potentially in the future and also there will be a show going live at 3 30 eastern time two thirty central time with the locked on fantasy hockey folks flip livingstone and steel we will be joined by other multiple locked on podcast network hosts who talk about the deadline the implications for fantasy the playoffs betting, you name it, going to be a good time, going to be a jam-packed day of NHL goodness. You're going to want to check all of those shows out. Again, I will be going live at 2 o'clock Central Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, and then you can catch the Lockdown NHL Fantasy Show live at 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern Time. But without any further hesitation here, let's continue to talk about tonight's matchup between the Stars and the Habs and look the players to be on the lookout for. Lately, it seems like the Stars have felt a step behind a lot of the teams that they've been playing, whether that's physically, in the scoreboard, uh, just whatever. It feels like they've always just kind of been a step behind, especially against Nashville, New York, Toronto, you name it. And they are certainly going to have their hands full tonight with the likes of some of the best young promising players in the league with Nick Suzuki, 16 goals, 27 assists, 43 points on the year, leading the Montreal Canadiens, and Cole Caulfield, 11 goals, 16 assists, 27 points. On the year, the last time these teams played, Cole Caulfield had been considered one of the more disappointing storylines of the season. He was a guy that many, including myself, thought had a chance to win the Calder Trophy. And he certainly is not back in contention for that award, but he has found new life this season under St. Louis as head coach. He's been absolutely terrorizing the NHL since the coaching change was made on February 9th. He has 10 goals, 9 assists, 19 points since the St. Louis hire. I mean, that is, he only had one goal before he came on as coach. And now he has scored 10 in a month. I mean, still not crazy monster numbers compared to some of the other rookies in the league, but still a pretty good run for a guy that was supposed to have a lot of promise. And now with seemingly maybe the right guy coaching this team, uh, it seems like he is finally reaching his full potential. And again, just terrorizing teams with his Skating ability, his stick ability, his puck handling, his shooting. I mean, this is a guy that's probably going to be, you know, amongst some of the better names in the league for years to come. Uh, And I'm sure, again, it's exciting for Habs fans to see him finally come to fruition alongside Nick Suzuki, who's been a very good player all season long, despite the struggles of this Montreal team. Aturi Lekkanen is another guy that's having quietly a good year on a bad team, 28 points in total, which I believe is second best on this Montreal team. Uh, Actually, I guess it's a little bit better. Oh, yeah, 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 second best. Uh, That's Cole Caulfield, I think, is third now with 27. Nick Suzuki, 43, with first there as well. They do have Sam Montable as the goalie for the Habs in the past five games. I uh, assume that we'll see him against the Stars tonight. I don't know that for a fact, but again, he has played the last five games for the Habs. He did play against the Stars the last time these teams met up in Dallas and really shut them down. I mean, he did allow three goals, But ultimately, he got the better of the Stars that night. And it was frustrating to watch because that was a game that going in, you're like, this is a a shoe in win for the Dallas Stars, especially after that tough road trip in Florida, a game that they needed to win. And of course, they fell short. And so the Stars will be looking to get revenge and Montreal tonight in their building. And Montable really has had a rough season as an an entirety year. You know, you look at his numbers a 3.6 goals against average and a 8.97 save percentage. I mean, these are not. Good numbers from a great goaltender. But again, that means he's probably due for a lights-out, esque performance against the Stars, given the trend that the Stars have seen with mediocre to bad goalies this season. And if we don't see Sam Ansible in that, we will probably see Caden Primo. I was taking a look at this Habs roster before recording, and it seems like they've just kind of been on a shuffle for goalies this season. Jake Allen and Andrew Hammond are on, on IR. And of course, we have not seen Kerry Price stood up for the Habs at all this season. So it'll either be multiple or it'll be Caden Primo. Not really sure who we'll see. Neither guy really has outstanding, gonna shock you in the face numbers. So it's, you know, guys that in theory the stars should be able to take advantage of and get a little bit of offensive mojo back. But given the trend over the past few games, don't know if that is very likely. But Tyler Sagan is another guy that we will, of course, be watching. We are pretty much on second watch until he gets goal number 300. In 30 career games against Montreal, he has 13 goals, 15 assists, 28 points. Joe Pavelski in 20 games against the Habs has nine goals, 12 assists, 21 points. Still seems to be an effective player against this team despite playing in the Western Conference his whole career. Tyler does have a few more games under his belt against the Habs because he did play with the Boston Bruins in the early stages of his career. Of course, they share a division with Montreal, but Tyler historically been pretty good against this Montreal team. Would have been really cool to see him get goal number 300 in Toronto in the area that he grew up in. It looks like it might have to happen in Montreal. Hopefully, that is the case. And and this is certainly a game where he's going to have several opportunities to do that, whether it's on on five-on-five or special teams. Special teams is an area where the Stars need to take advantage and force the issue with this Canadiens team. The Canadiens are 31st. And the NHL in power play percentage at 13.3%. That is terrible. That is awful. The Stars, one, don't need to let the Canadians go on the power play very often in this game. They need to be disciplined and not find themselves in the box very often. But if they do, they need to come away shutting them down on the power play. 13.3% is terrible. And it doesn't get much better on the penalty kill side. 29th in the league in penalty kill percentage at 73 Point eight. that's also not very good so the stars need to avoid the penalty box but also need to find ways to be on the man advantage and really get things rolling there i think that's the key to this game is special teams that they can dominate on that front they will set themselves up well for success in the rest of the game and especially if they can build the lead through special teams i think that that will bode well for the stars especially playing on the road against the team Th- that's a tricky team to read right now because they're still a bad team the least amount of points in the NHL, but also have shown that they can go on some streaks and string together some wins against some quality opponents. So this is going to certainly be a very interesting game. lot of weird matchups and storylines going into it as far as the Canadians, because we're talking about all these guys on the roster. There could be guys that get traded. I mean, I'm sure that that goes into a lot of these guys' minds every time they suit up. Like, is this my last game with the Montreal Canadiens? Will I get traded after this? Uh, I'm sure that there's a lot going on as far as that kind of talk in the locker room and within the organization. Maybe a lot of distractions and the stars can come into this game, come into Montreal and steal this win and get two crucial points in the middle of this road trip. Coming up next, we will wrap up the show with my predictions and final thoughts on this matchup. But first, we got to squeeze in a quick break. Closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Let's continue talking about the Stars-Habs matchup. This is very much a trap game for the Stars like the last time these teams played. Hopefully the Stars learned their lesson. Just because this team is at the bottom of the NHL standings does not mean they can't win. These are professional hockey players. This is a professional hockey team, and so that means they can come out and they can win and they can You know, if you make mistakes, they can capitalize on those and take the lead and put you in a spot where you cannot come back and put yourselves in a position to win. So hopefully the Stars learned that last time by getting embarrassed at home from this team, and hopefully they can return the favor and get some revenge against the Montreal Canadiens this time around. And this is a must-win game, again, against the worst team in the National Hockey League. I, I mean, again, we talked about it on yesterday's show, how much motivation do you really need right now? A lot of these teams, like the Jets, the Ducks, uh, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights are above you, but the Canucks as well are right on your tail for playoff positioning. I mean, you have to win this game in order to keep pace with the likes of Nashville, Vegas, Edmonton, but also to distance yourself from Vancouver, Anaheim, Winnipeg, you name it. Lots at stake in this game, and this is absolutely a game that the Stars can win, and a loss here just looks terrible on your season resume. And would surely drop the Stars in the standing, maybe even significantly, because you can't depend on the downfall of other teams forever they've been fortunate over the past few nights with some other teams losing that allowed them to still distance themselves uh whether you know it's the vegas golden knights losing to the winnipeg jets or the anaheim ducks losing to the new york rangers i mean you can't depend on other teams like the ducks vancouver edmonton vegas winnipeg to fall short and lose games i mean you you can avoid having to depend on other teams by winning your own games and the stars have a great opportunity to do that tonight. I think the stars will feel the desperation of this moment. I think the veterans will step up and lead this team properly into this game, both on the ice, but also just mentally in their heads of the way to approach this matchup. I imagine that we will see Jake Ottinger. I don't see any reason why we won't. He needs to be dialed in. He needs to play this game the way that he's played a lot of the games this season, which is cool calm and collected and I, I think that he just needs to go back to being himself believing in himself but also believing in his teammates and his teammates need to give him a reason to believe in them uh, the defense really needs to step up in the absence of Miro we need to see Klingberg uh, we need to see Esa Lindell Brian Suter Yanni Hockenpah all step up it's a lot to ask because none of those guys have some of the physical capabilities of Miro but I mean this is where you earn your contract if you're John Klingberg, whether it's with the stars or another team and where you potentially, and you know, you're Ryan Suter, you're already taking so much money from the stars. uh, You may as well step up and earn a little bit of that paycheck. Sappy veteran play from the stars team should get the best of what is a young Habs team with a lot of distractions with trade talks uh, and just, you know, coaching changes and a lot of other movement around this organization. I mean, I think mentally the Stars should have the edge and that should lead physically uh, to a Dallas Stars advantage in this matchup. I think the Stars win this one, 3-1. to one, I'm going to predict Tyler Sagan getting the first goal of the game. I really hope we can see 91 get his 300th career regular season NHL goal. I think that would be a fun storyline. And this is a great, great opportunity for the Stars to get back on track in a big way to you know, take advantage of this opportunity in the middle of the road trip. Then they have the New York Islanders on Saturday, another struggling team. And then of course they will have the Washington Capitals, which will be a challenging game playing that game in DC. But if they can get a little bit of momentum in Montreal and in New York on Long Island, I think they will be just fine heading into that game, but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars. Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube or follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. You can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and our show on Twitter at Locked On Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Make your second listen of the day the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast with Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone. They help you become the expert of your fantasy hockey league. Their show is free and available no matter where you get your podcast at. Be sure to tune into Locked On Stars tomorrow as we'll be recapping and reacting to this game between the Stars and the Habs. We'll see you there, Stars fans. Have a great Thursday.